two and one. What up? Jay and Silent Bob get old for good. Everybody say yay, cause it's Jay and Silent Bob. Everybody go, whoa, they got old, but they still rock. Jay doesn't shoot up, and that's rough. Bob still gets cake. They should have died, they're still alive. Let's get these motherfuckers out on stage. Welcome to Jay and Silent Bob get old. Now here are your hosts, Jason Muse and Kevin Smith. Holy shit. The impossible has happened. Peter Pan has grown up, man. Every saga has a middle age. This is what happens with Jay and Silent Bob get older. I'm Kevin Smith. Jason Mewes. Hey. We are at the Comedy Store, man, on the world-famous Sunset Strip here in Los Angeles, California, to celebrate a milestone, kids. 40 years on Earth of a one uh, Jason... Shuby Muse. Stop it. Wow. The little snooch himself. How do you feel, sir? How do you feel like, hitting 40? Like 40. At times. No, I feel good. I feel good. Things are things are good, but yeah, I don't know that the age 40 sounds really old. Especially when I keep thinking too, I mentioned this earlier. We went to lunch, and it's like before I was my wife's in her 20s. So it was like 20s and I'm in my 30s it doesn't sound that old but I asked her today I'm like babe how does it feel that you're in your 20s and you're you're married to a 40 year old and she was just she like immediately <laughs> called her fucking lawyer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's too old she's like That's as right, long man. as I don't have to fuck you anymore <laughs> no so yeah it is but. uh do you this is what I was wondering I was like so much of uh, the time you were back on uh, drugs and whatnot. You missed years. Do you even Just fucking remember any yeah. of your birthdays? It's, I have a, I have a few memories. I, I really, you know, a lot of them are just disappearing. It's not even because I was necessarily drunk or high. It's just getting old, I guess. But but I do have I have a few that I I find uh, interesting. Is uh, the my youngest memory, mm. and this is when I guess uh, thinking back is when the first time it was really showed my addiction and, and my uh, self obsession and stuff like that I was selfish. But uh, we were having a birthday party at my house. It was about five or six, um, and my sister was pregnant. Wait, she, the addiction begins at age five and six. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not with drugs, <laughs> but just that the you know the addiction, whose personality. Party? It was for your birthday. It was my birthday. You know, and everyone we're sitting there, and I have all my friends over and I'm like fucking opening presents and everyone's like happy birthday and I was like yeah and my sister was there and she's eating cake because we had cut the cake and all of a sudden she's like oh shit and her water broke she was pregnant and her water broke so everyone's like oh my god are you all right and they're like calling an ambulance we're gonna rush her to the hospital to deliver the baby and so everyone's paying attention to her and I'm like who cares, man? What the fuck? I didn't curse, of course, but I still was like, I was like stomping around and shit, and I had a sour puss on my face, and I was like, what's the big deal? This is my party, man. So that to like me... It's a birthday, and you're celebrating a, a birth. Yeah. <laughs> Which later on, I mean, uh, her, my uh, niece's name is Krista, and we have the same birthday, and it's pretty amazing, but... At that point, I didn't care. I wasn't like, there's another birth on my birth. Yeah. I was like, fuck her. Where's my presents? I don't want that present. 
So, but that was sort of one of my younger birthday memories. So. You should have taken the fucking goblin approach and taken the baby. Or, uh, or just, ta- just taken the afterbirth, right? And just fucking story. I'm like, this is for me. <laughs> I will raise it as my own. <laughs> so that was one of my younger ones. Um, and again, it's Why just is that the gateway to addiction? Because you're like... Because it was all because it was all about me. I think part of my addiction is being addicted to things, but also being self selfish. Everything's you know I want the attention. Everything's mine, um, so it's and like not caring about other people. Lead, so. Leading you down the path. Like the way I you say it, like that's the beginning of the addiction. We're all expecting like at six years old, I did blew my first rail. <laughs> yeah, they all went to the hospital and shit, and I was like, <laughs> oh fuck her. <laughs> so I, no, I just. <laughs> But that, that's my earliest one. Now, the, my, I remember one at 11, and this is, this is with my mom now. I'm living with my mom. So going back and forth throughout the years, I lived with my grandma and my sister and my aunt and all these different people, but I was with my mom. Um, and I remember just being excited because on my birthday, my mom's like, let's take a ride. And so I'm thinking she's going to bring me somewhere to like Toys R Us or somewhere as exciting or something. Um, and we're driving, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get something. And she fucking pulls up to a mailbox, and she's like, reach in and get the mail. Reach in and get the mail. So she makes me reach in and grab mail. And she had she's had me do that before, but never on my birthday, where I think like, you know, she told So this like, made it extra special. Yeah, extra annoying. I'm like, what the fuck? So, but we go around stealing mail, and then we used to she used to she used to make me steal mail. So she she drove me back, she used to drive back to the house and then like open everything up. And I remember just being like, fuck man, I didn't get shit. And I remember her opening up a box and there was this like fucking ceramic angel. <laughs> and it was used to be it used to be a horrible thinking back, it was horrible because she would like open shit up and it'd be like, Happy birthday from grandpa. And he'd be like a hundred dollar bill in there for like their grandkids from right. Florida or whatever. Um, and so she used to open up, take that, take credit cards and stuff. I remember once she got licensed plates and made me drive down to the pond uh, there was a pond by where we grew up and stuff and she used to throw all the shit in the pond and then she'd throw the, like the <laughs> she, <laughs> I'm telling you, it was horrible maybe I should have been more specific I said happy birthday <laughs> memories <laughs> well it's sorry it's gonna it's gonna continue because it wasn't so happy but for at the time I was like this sucks but then she comes home and she has shit wrapped and one of the things I'm like, I'm like, wow, you went and got this shit? And she's like, yeah. And I open it up and I get the fucking ceramic angel. <laughs> and, and I wanted to call her out on it. I wanted to be like, I know you fucking stole that. Or matter, you made me steal it. <laughs> but she gave me the ceramic thing and she gave me a couple other little things. But then I remember she rolls in this fucking Sigma bicycle that I wanted. It was like this bike with white wheels that covered the spokes, whatever. But I remember I was all excited, but back in my head I'm like I know she bought this with a stolen credit card and I so wanted to call her out on it but I was just so happy to get gifts that I was like alright this is awesome even though the ceramic angel I didn't really care about but all the other gifts and the bike I just busted the bike outside and I was like who gives a fuck if she stole mail this is awesome and I have got to ride this bike and I got my bike but looking back I probably should make some amends to every single mailbox or house in Highlands it wasn't very nice but that's something else I remember and then when I was about 14 so I was a late bloomer um, with pubic hair 
I remember it seemed like such a big deal. I swear it seemed like such a big deal to me. I'm like, why don't I, my dick's not growing and I don't have any pubic hair. And I'm like, I'm fucking 14 now and shit. And so 14th, I wake up on my birthday and fucking, this is how I get woken up and it had happened before, but it was extra special this time. Is my fucking, I used to wear tidy whities and wake up with that fucking morning wood, ready to rock and shit, ready to piss really. So then I'd have to go in the bathroom, you know, and you do this. So, but my fucking brother used to wake me up every once in a while like this. Whack! He'd fucking flick my fucking heart on and shit, and I'd like jump up and shit. I'm like, what the? What the? And he fucking whacks it again, but this time he hits my nuts. So I'm like, oh! And I'm fucking like in pain, like huddling there and shit. And then I go into the bathroom and I do my fucking thing like this. Even though my, even though he flicked me, my my dick was like, let's do this. <laughs> Too bad it ain't like that anymore, but. <laughs> now it's like let's do this Pink. Um, but, <laughs> but it so went I, from the unstoppable force to the yeah. immovable object I, I, <laughs> and I, do, I blame him for not having a 12 inch dick I feel like I would have had a nice your brother because he got all the good genes no because he <laughs> I don't know I've never seen yeah I sort of have seen his dick I speak on him having sex but no, I think because he used to flick, flick my fucking You've had wiener. an interesting 40 years, man. <laughs> no, I'll tell, I'll tell you that You blame your, your dick shrinkage on the fact that he would flick your... I'm not saying it shrank. I just think it, he stumped my growth. I just think, like, I think my dick would be, like, fucking 9, 10 inches and shit, but I, it, it didn't get that big, and I blame him. So, but I won't tell you how big it is. But it's his fault. But I used to watch him have sex. This wasn't on my birthday. I want to tell this real quick. So, and I, I might have told this before. But he used to have a crack in the door. And my house was so old where I, where I lived with him that I swear I'd feel the place rocking. I'd be like, oh, fuck, there's a tornado or a hurricane. We used to have hurricanes. And I'd look out the window and it'd be real sunny and fine and shit. And I'm like, oh, no, what? Oh, it's my brother fucking. So then I'd go in the hallway and there was a door right next to his bed that was sealed off because there was two entrances and there was a big crack in the wood door and I used to sit there and fucking rock it and shit and I'd be like, oh shit. And I'd fucking sit there and pull my pud, which is so gross. So what? (laughs) It's just that when you paint that mental image... All of us sit there and go, Norman Bates and Psycho. (laughs) Let me picture it for you better. It's like this. (laughs) And I'd like try to move up and down the crack trying to see that pussy and shit. I'm like, oh, let me see your pussy. Oh, wait. Oh, that's his dick. Oh, wait, that's his nuts. And I used to move around. But then I'd close my eyes and just picture it because she'd be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But then I would hate because I'd hear him be like, oh, yeah, baby. If you like that. And I'd be like, no. Anyway, so, so here's the thing. So sorry, I, wo- so I wake up, he flicks my dick, yeah. and then I'm like, oh, and then I run in. But then I look down and I fucking like, holy shit, it's happening. My dick's not getting bigger, but I have a pubic hair. I swear I had no pubic hair at this point. I was, I was like, s- like 14. You're fucking virgin smoothie at age yeah, 14? Yeah, dude, look at this right here. This is fucking like two months. Just this little bit, and I realize like two weeks. But are you sure you're the age you are? Maybe somebody lied to you, <laughs> and you're really like two years younger, and that's why at age fucking fourteen you were bald. Because I'm really like, right now 12? I'm really twenty five. Right now, <laughs> no, no. I'm telling you, just it came I think late. Both of us have really bad math. I arrived <laughs> yeah, at, like, I'm at twelve. <laughs> you arrived at twenty five. So I had no pubic hair, but I saw this fucking pube. 
And I just, uh, for some reason, I thought, oh, like one strand, one pubic hair would be that it's coming now. It's all coming out and shit it's on like my nuts. It's like fucking the Silver Surfer, the Herald of Galactus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it comes <laughs> first and then poof. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> just a fucking nice 70s bush. It was happening. But it wasn't. But this is what I thought. I'm like, oh, gosh, there's one. So that means it's happening. So now I run in and I'm excited. I'm like, guess what? Guess what? So my brother's name's Tony. So he's like, Tony, guess what? And he's like, what? I was like, I have a pubic hair finally. This is awesome. And he's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, pull on it to make sure. So I'm like, no, I'm telling you. And so I pull on it just a little bit. And it's sort of like fucking wrapped around my nut. And I'm like, it's there. It's not going. He's like, pull on it harder. And I pull on it. And it's just a fucking random hair that wasn't a pubic hair. So wah, wah, wah. So <laughs> no pubic hair. I woke up to being flicked in the nuts. It was a good birthday. Overall. <laughs> Overall, it was a good birthday. Other than the Charlie Brown dick, it was a great <laughs> birthday. Um, I, uh, I remember, this is my favorite Jason Mewes birthday story, uh, just because I was there for it, because I've spent a few birthdays with him. But this is one that we, I don't think we've ever talked about. Um, there was a period where, when Muse was trying to get off heroin, we spent like 24-7 together. This is like pre-dogma or something like that. So we would, I've told the story many times, we'd go out shopping to Toys R Us, like get up early, he'd knock on my door and be like, I gotta get my medicine, which was code for let's go to the methadone clinic. And so uh, I'd get dressed and shit and we'd drive to the fucking methadone clinic in Asbury Park and I'm like this, but he's wide awake like a child going to the fucking circus. We pull up, there's a line of people out front and they're fucking waiting for their methadone places and open their fucking locket and shit. So Jay gets out of the car. I don't get out of the car. I just sit in the car. I'm listening to fucking Howard Stern on the radio. Jay gets out, goes to the end of the line and stuff. And, and I've said it before. You see people in line periodically as we were there. One person would watch Jay walk past and then kind of be like, huh. And then double take and look back and then look at me in the car and then look back at Jay. <laughs> <laughs> and look at fucking me and suddenly like oh my god Jay and Silent Bob have a serious problem <laughs> so we would do that he'd go inside he'd fucking do I never went in it was always a mystery to me I was like what goes on when you go past the door and he was just like oh it's awesome they give you methadone <laughs> and I was like well I pretty much assume that I mean that's why we're here so he'd take his methadone uh, hit or whatever, and then the next thing we did was get in the car and go to Dunkin' Donuts, pick up, uh, he loved this thing called a manager special, mm. which was just a donut with glaze on it and some fucking sprinkles. Nothing special about it. <laughs> um, but he'd get two of those and fucking like a milk or something like that, or chocolate milk. And then we would go to Toys R Us. This was at a time that the Star Wars re-release of the figures was in big effect. They had uh, they started re-releasing the small figures, and they'd done it two waves. And then all of a sudden, they started doing the one-foot dolls again. So this is the wave where they released the Greedo doll in the assortment, one per package. So basically, if you bought a case of Star Wars one-foot uh, tall action figures... You would get like three Lukes, three Leia's, three Hands, three Darth Vader's, one Greedo. It's what they call a chase figure. So there we are. This is 1998, and this dude has been like in the throes of fucking heroin. We're heading toward dogma, so I'm like, look, you got to stay with me every day. We got to get you clean and stuff. And this is our morning routine. We go to the methadone clinic, go pick up donuts, and then we go to Toys R Us and wait for the doors to open <laughs> so that we can go in and try to score Greedo dolls because... I don't know if you know anything about addiction, but like an addict has to replace one addiction with another. 
So, you know, Muse was getting off heroin and we were in the store one day while I was sitting on him, babysitting. And Walter Flanagan, the guy from Comic Book Man, our, our good friend, he was sitting there going like, man, you know what we need in this store? Greedo dolls. Greedo dolls are going for a lot of money. I was like, really? How much? He's like, well, you buy them for like 15 or 20, but they're going for like easily 40, man. You could flip them for double. And so Jason goes like, we got to get some of them Greedo dolls. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, yeah, let's go get them and shit. So I figured we'd do it once, get some Greedo dolls, have a few on the wall and be the fucking big shit in town with like, look, we got the Greedo doll. But it became a daily fucking mission, man. Like he replaced fucking doing heroin with looking for Greedo dolls. So we would go out all around New Jersey and go hit Toys R Us's, go hit KB's, wait for the mall doors to open. It was creepy because it was like two, we weren't middle-aged, but we were in our 30s. Two 30-year-old dudes hanging outside of toy stores. You guys open, you know. No child in hand for us. So we did that a lot. We'd spend, and you know, at a certain point I was like, oh shit, he's replacing that with this. So this is better than fucking him doing heroin. So we'd spend the first six, eight hours of our waking day doing this ritual. We'd go to the Eatontown Toys R Us, then we'd go to the Hazlitt Toys R Us, then we'd get on a fucking parkway, go to a Toys R Us in fucking Newark and shit. Just drive all over looking for Greedo dolls. So at the Eatontown one, man, which was our regular stop. Um, you know, you get to fucking meet other people just like you. We're, you're, we're not unique snowflakes. There are other motherfuckers looking for Greedo dolls as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and this is not a high caliber of people that you're hanging out with. Just like us, as we're like, you got Greedo, you know? <laughs> you got a bunch of motherfuckers just like that. Like, yeah, you got Greedo for us. And then looking at us like, you Hollywood pieces of shit. Why do you need Greedo? You know, and, and then uh, you want to explain to him, he needs Greedo or it's heroin. So, <laughs> you know, you're just in short, you're like, we're collectors. But they all knew that we were bringing them back to our store. Like, you're just going to bring it back to your fucking comic book store. And we're like, no, no. No, we're big Greedo fans. That's why we need 12. So you get to know people as you wait outside and stuff. We go on Muse's birthday. Muse's birthday happens and shit. This year, this is before Dogma. Um, he was the same as we were on our schedule. Didn't matter. There was no talk of a party because he was trying to fucking get clean, stay clean and shit. So we did our little routine. We did our ritual. And we went to the Eatontown Toys R Us. So we're sitting out front of the Eatontown Toys R Us, and we pull into the parking lot. First one's there. He's eating his manager special and then having his conversations. Because I don't know what methadone does, but it makes you interesting for at least a half an hour. Because <laughs> he would take a shot, and then he'd eat donuts and shit, and be like, Moves, what if my dick was in my ear? You know? <laughs> Discuss. And then just... <laughs> <laughs> and we had time to kill, so I'd be like, well, I don't know, man. I mean, <laughs> so we're, we sit in the parking lot doing that. As we're sitting in the parking lot chit-chatting and shit, we see this fucking car pull in, man. And we figure it's going to be one of the regulars that we always see and stuff. And we had nicknames for them all. Like, there's the fat guy, there's the thin guy. We're not very creative. So uh, <laughs> we're in the parking lot. This car pulls up. And we look in the car, man. Because like, is it one of us? And it wasn't. It was this woman. She's a lady. She looked like she'd been in her 20s or something. Very, very pretty. And so unfucking characteristic for that neck of the woods. Toys R Us parking lot, fucking 6 a.m. You never see pretty anybody, man. So, so there she is sitting in the car and whatnot and there we are sitting in our car and, and so he's like looking over and he's just like look at her and I was like don't you're gonna fucking creep her out man like fucking cops gonna roll up and be like why are you leering at the lady you know 
So uh, then we're sitting there discussing what's it about and fucking imagine if this and all this shit. And finally, he's like, you know what, man? I'm worried. And I was like, why? He's like, she's probably trying to get something too. And I was like, yeah, that's a good point. He's like, what if she's trying to get Greedo too? <laughs> and I was like, well, I mean, if she does, she does. He's like, fuck that. It's my birthday. And he got out of the car and he went to the fucking Toys R Us doors and it stood there as if like I'm the first in line. And so the girl in the car stays in the car for a half hour. I stay in the car as well because I'm still listening to fucking Stern and shit. Then I see the gay lady get out of her car, head over to Toys R Us and stand next to Jason. I'm still sitting in the car listening to Stern and watching. And then all of a sudden, I'm, it's like a silent movie. I watch him engage her. She's like this. He's just like <laughs> very big. She's like, uh, he's like pew pew, which I think he's saying Greedo. <laughs> She's nodding. He goes, and then he all of a sudden he goes, moves, yes, <laughs> meaning she wants Greedo as well and shit. So I was like, oh, how how weird. So I, you know, get out of the car, lock the door and shit, because I'm like, I don't want her calling the police on this kid. Stand next to him. I was like, hi, I'm Kevin. She's like, oh my god, you're in that movie too. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Because invariably, the next question is, what are you guys doing here? And then I have to say, like, we're, we're shopping for Greedo dolls. Uh, mall rats didn't work out. So, um, <laughs> so we're standing in line and shit, and I get to overhear their chit-chat, and they're having a good old time, and he's putting on his fucking moves, man. And he starts talking about, like, you know, it is my birthday. And she's like, it's your birthday? And he's like, it is. It's just my birthday. Isn't it my birthday? I was like, it's his birthday today. <laughs> And she's like, happy birthday. And he's like, you know what I want for my birthday? And she's like, what? And he goes, Greedo dolls. <laughs> and then she starts playing with him. She's like, well, I want a Greedo doll for your birthday. He's like, that's not how it works. <laughs> and they're playing back and forth while I'm sitting there. I'm like, this motherfucker's gonna fuck her, isn't he? <laughs> so at one point, it was about a half hour, 45 minutes of been chatting with each other and shit. He's like, you want to get coffee? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, we're going to get coffee. You want coffee? I was like, I don't drink coffee. He's like, all right, so you stay here in line. <laughs> and I was like, fair enough. And so off they went to get coffee and whatnot. And there I am standing alone in front of fucking Toys R Us <laughs> at 8.30 in the morning going, this is not my fucking problem, you know? <laughs> So he comes back, feels like 20 minutes, 30 minutes or something. She comes back with him, but she keeps going. He comes right to me. She keeps going, heads to her car. He's like, later. She gets in the car. She waves, weakly smiles, and fucking takes off, leaves the parking lot. I was like, what did you do? What happened? And this is exactly what he said to me. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. And I was like, what does that mean? He was like, I <laughs> fucked her. I fucked her in the back of Toys R Us. <laughs> <laughs> don't applaud that it's fucking horrible man because as she was sitting there in line she was talking about why she was waiting for Greedo dolls and it wasn't for her she wasn't some fellow geek she was talking about my boyfriend had to go to work this morning <laughs> and now he asked me to wait in line and try to get this Greedo doll and shit like that so fucking, you know, they did their thing. She takes mm. off. He sings that. He tells me that sex. I was like, no, dude. It is such bad karma to fuck somebody's fucking girlfriend. All he wanted was a Greedo doll. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, well, he's gone. The weird thing is we got to fucking give her one of our Greedo dolls. <laughs> and I said, why, man? I thought you had to fucking get all the Greedo dolls possible and shit. And he says to me. Because Greedo didn't shoot first. I shot first. 
<laughs> it was probably <laughs> and it was probably like ten minutes behind the Toys R Us. Yeah. Man. It <laughs> might have 20. been like the act but thank itself you. was three or four. Then you sat around talking about I don't know why I happened so fast. I'm on a shit ton of methadone. I, uh, uh, in any event, all right, those are birthday memories. Okay, we're just about ready to get the show started, man. Mm. How many people have ever heard the podcast Jay and Silent Bob get old before? Put your hands together. Okay. Okay. How many people, just out of curiosity, have never heard the podcast before? Put your hands together real quick. Okay, it's a very my, a small minority. I remember when we started this show, it used to be much louder, and then as the, the shows have gone on, it's very few pockets of applause at that point. But for those of you who are sitting there going, I've never listened to the show, uh, just a way to illuminate you, because I know you're sitting there going, fucking, why are they not wearing long coats, and why does the fat one talk at all? Um, um. Jay and Silent Bob Get Old is uh, what we call an intervention podcast. Uh, we get together once a week to keep Mr. Muse here on the straight and narrow. A long time ago, Jason Muse had some problems with heroin, Oxycontin, <laughs> fucking methadone, cocaine, uh, booze, never marijuana. Um, <laughs> So uh, he's been endeavoring to stay off uh, that stuff. This is not a judgy show, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. As I look out at you holding your drinks going, oh, fuck, we're going to get lectured. Not at all. No lecture, man. We believe in only one thing here on Jay and Silent Bob Good Old. Handle your fucking high. If you can do that, do anything you want. Drink. Life is hard. Sometimes we need to take the pressure off. Drink, use, do drugs, smoke, whatever. As long as you can be adult and handle it. Some folks can't handle it, and I gave up have to give it up because they don't well just a <laughs> <laughs> they get a taste for it as you can see uh, they put it aside Jason Mew is one of those guys so we don't sit here and go like fucking everyone should be clean we go you should be fucking clean and we gather here once a week generally with a podcast to make sure he does that but before we talk ever about getting clean we always like to talk about getting dirty first mm. so uh, mm. here to tell you a sex story is Mr. Jason Mew yes and a birthday another birthday one so so I was, it's a birthday another birthday one but it's a little, it's a bigger story, but anyway. I sense a theme. So, yes, it's a theme here, and it was, it was, it was when I was in rehab, which I've spent, I've spent like four birthdays in rehab, which is pretty pathetic and sad, but this one, I was in there for a while. I was in there for almost six months, but anyway, during my birthday, I'd been in rehab probably for about two months, but we used to be able to go out to AA meetings, um, and I started seeing this girl there all the time, and, and so I started flirting around a little bit, and we'd you know, we joke back and forth and shit. And I'm like, I'm going to fuck you. We're going to fuck, right? Wait, uh, so you stopped flirting and went right to request? No, this is after a while. After I, I get obnoxious. I used to get obnoxious. Right. I'd be like, you're the best. You're pretty. And then a week later, I'd be like, we should fuck. <laughs> My balls are out right now. Look. <laughs> so, just, so I, just so you know, my balls are out, not a compliment. I was a closer, not bro. Not flirting. More, it's not very more good. aggressive. It is very aggressive, yeah, yeah. but I was a closer. No, <laughs> but anyway, is that so, how you closed? You're like, and in closing, my balls. And then they're like, you have a stunted dick. It's small. <laughs> and I was like, it's my brother. No, but <laughs> so so I so I started flirting with this girl, mm. and it became my birthday. So at this point, we've been flirting a little bit back and forth. She was saying stuff to me, not like. Let me see your balls. Not so aggressive. Right. Which I wish it was. That would be awesome. But so, so we started flaring back. But we were at a meeting, mm. and I told her it was my birthday. 
and we're sitting there chatting a little bit during the meeting. But after the meeting, we'd all go outside, but you were always Is that with. your fucking move? If it works, why don't you just tell everybody every uh, day, it's my birthday? Yeah, if, if, if I could, well, I don't, now it doesn't matter. I wish I could tell my wife that every day, and she'd fuck me. <laughs> it's my birthday today. She's like, oh, I got to fuck you again. Um, <laughs> but uh, so, so I was flirting around with her. We went outside, and we're chatting. But when you used to be outside, like, you get to fellowship as they call and chit chat with everyone but i was always there with the group like other people from the rehab and then they had the techs or whatever that worked there and it always be like stay around stay around but i was so i talked to her and i was like yo let's go let's go into the bathroom and she's like yeah i was like really she's like yeah so i talk her into the bathroom and i tell my buddy to come and we're, we're like we're gonna go to the bathroom and they're like all right but make it quick and i'm like we'll make it quick so we go to the bathroom and we're at a hospital we're at a uh, we're at the hospital in red bank right in red bank new jersey so that's where they used to have meetings all the time so we go there we go to the bathroom and i'm like i tell my buddy i'm like yo keep chicky like knock on the door if someone's coming from that works at that place he was in the rehab with me so we get inside and i'm sitting there talking i'm like so it's my birthday we're gonna do it so we start kissing and now this is the handicap uh bathroom so you know how they have the the poles and then like by the toilets they have the little fold out thing so you can be like yeah, you know what I mean? So you get sit down, right? So we're making I out and shit. I think those poles are called railings. Railings. <laughs> railings. <laughs> it, would well, be, it would be really cruel to put a pole in a handicapped stall. <laughs> All right, so you're right. Rail, railings, handguards. So there's the one on the wall, and then there's the flip-out one. So we're kissing and stuff, and then I turn her around, and I like pull her foot up, and she puts it up here, and then she leans over and grabs the railing, the fold-out railing. Um, so she's like that, and so I'm start rubbing her and shit. And I don't. <laughs> you ever said someone's taller than you, and you're t- I'm trying to like nudge in there a little bit? You know what I'm saying? My wife is like fucking two inches taller than me, and periodically, you know like in the bathroom, yeah, she'll yeah, come yeah, up yeah. behind me while I'm like doing my hair, brushing my teeth or something, and then like I'll she'll go to her sink, and keep then I'll go me. over to her sink. I will keep, keep doing it. And then what? And then what? And then I come up behind her and stuff, and like you know, because she's like turned me on a little bit, so I'm like, hey, I'm interested. And so I, <laughs> I come prepared, and she knows I'm interested because of pokey, and then she'll start giggling and shit, which you never want to hear when you're fucking brandishing an erection. <laughs> but it's always about, she's like, you need a step stool. <laughs> it's tough, right? You try to like do the, it's almost like this, right? At first I'm thinking, I'm going to be like, yeah, okay. Days, days, half, half, whole. But instead I'm like this trying to get up in there and shit and then and so we get in and we start fooling around and then we she's like Shh, i hear someone i'm like and then all of a sudden so then we go <laughs> at it again fucking squirrel yeah it really was, it was like <laughs> but it's still in which was awesome right. but anyway so then we so then we don't hear anything and then we start going at it again but then i'm like okay we gotta and i'm moving around and all of a sudden the fucking railing that's full that she's like whoo and starts moving so i start trying to fucking follow her and shit <laughs> And it like slips out, and then she's like, just forget it. This is weird and uncomfortable. And all of a sudden, she's like, and I'm like, oh, shit. And then all of a sudden, I'm about to, and I hear knock, knock, knock. And so that means we got to go. But so she moves up, and we start putting up, and I'm like, it's like, boop, 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 a little drip, because, you know, I was about to come hard, and it was just like, gay. So, and then I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to get busted. So this, too, I forgot to tell this part of the story, is... (laughs) is that I, this is the one I was court committed to. So the stupid thing is, it had been, I'm out of breath from fake fucking. <laughs> I 
notice. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, God, that was so good. <laughs> um, is that if I get in trouble, I'm going to jail, which is so stupid. Because, again, in my head, the first two months I was there, I was like, I wouldn't. Because there was a dude, actually, in my place who was there for five months. He had, like, two, two, three weeks left, and he got caught fucking, and he was on drug court. So he got thrown out and had to go to jail for, like, seven years or something. Mm-hmm. So I remember being like, he's a stupid idiot, man. He's going to f- get a little pussy and go to jail instead. Two months later, I was like... Oh man, I need some pussy. I swear, it would be like I'd walk into meetings and shit my, after two months and not even do anything, and I didn't really want to jerk off and shit because I had to share a room, so I didn't want to be like, like I would every once in a while I would do it, but I'd have to like hold the blanket up and shit so they didn't see my arm, right? So it looked like my knees up and my elbows up, and I'm like, so it wasn't very fun. So anyway, was, I'm saying I used to call uh, all the time when you were in rehab to talk to the people, whoever's in charge. Because I usually checked them in, and then I'd be the point of contact person and stuff, and they'd be the one to be like, "He's doing great," or "He escaped," or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember at one point I was like, "How's he doing?" They're like, "Ah, you know what? He's doing better than he was last week." And I, I was like, "Really? How can you tell?" They're like, "He masturbates furiously." <laughs> No. And I was like, really? They're like, yeah, total side effect. She's like, I could say this to you because of those movies, but he jerks off a lot. And I was like, well, is that healthy? She's like, it's better than doing heroin. I was like, you're right. That's where I learned about Fifi's, man. The rubber gloves with fucking hot water in there and shit, and you get to fuck them. The glove. Anyway. <laughs> Fifi's. Um, so... <laughs> But sorry, I had to tell this. So I was telling my wife about Fifi's today. I was yeah. tell or the other day, and she's like, well, "I don't get it. What do you do with it? Throw? Did you just throw them at each other?" Because I told her you take rubber gloves and you fill them up with hot water, and I right. assumed she would know that you take the finger and you put your wiener in there and you fuck it because it's hot water and it's smooth. Yeah, who doesn't know that? <laughs> but but she's like, "I don't get it." She's like, "So you guys would run around the rehab throwing water the balloons at each other?" I'm like, "No, and it's that's a how you got off. You were like, we were so sexually frustrated. We have water balloon fights <laughs> all over your face, neck, and chest." <laughs> so so I um so this so I'm telling you for like two months. After about two months, I was like. Oh my gosh, she's fucking hot. I don't want to fuck. And I'm telling you, we go to meetings and shit, and I'd walk out of there with a fucking erection. I'd had to do this a whole lot. I'm telling you. You know, like when you put it up on your belt, holstering it. Yeah. So anyway, so I had to holster it a bunch. So anyway, the build up there, right? So then, then luckily we got interrupted because I felt like I was like a champ for that two minutes, but I didn't really get the chance. So then. This was on my birthday. So then for like two weeks, right before 4th of July, I kept running into our meetings again. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh my gosh, we're going to do it again. When we have time to do it and not be rushed, I'm going to make you come hard. She's like, oh my God. And so we would just talk back and forth like <laughs> well, she that. She said, oh my God. Yeah. And probably she was like, oh my God, in a fucking handicap stall again. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm telling you, so I was, I was saying when we have chance to lay down and shit, we could be like, but so this is what this is the plan, right? We're gonna have a chance. We're gonna have some time and shit. Oh my god, that would send me screaming. <laughs> I would be like, I thought the worst thing I saw him do was try to fuck me in the bathroom. That's even worse. 
<laughs> so I'm talking it up and I'm talking it up. And finally, it's 4th of July and a bunch of us got like day passes. We could go to, and that, again, Red Bank down, there's a, there's a marina and they shoot off fireworks and stuff. So I'm like, yeah, we're all going. It's going to be so much fun. So we're supposed to, we're supposed to get a ride by someone that we know and we have to tell them like, hey, we're getting picked up by Joe and he's sober for four years and he goes to meetings and introduced. We're not allowed to get picked up by girls. So we tell this, our buddy that he's going to drive us. So he drives us down the road, drops us off to meet this girl and she's got a van. She has like her dad's like family van with the bed in the back, captain's chairs and shit. And I'm like, this is awesome. So we're driving. We drive to Red Bank and we pull over and shit and we walk around a little bit and all I'm thinking about, I was like, I can't wait to fuck. Man, we're going to fuck. We're going to fuck hard and long. It's going to be awesome. Something tells me that's your constant inner monologue. Oh, <laughs> it, at that point, it really was all, I was just like, I'm telling you, I walked around with a Woody and shit, just all around Red Bank, poking in the people and shit. I was like, and then we thought, like, oh, Jason Mewes must be off heroin again. <laughs> so, all that's all I think about. And they wanted to like go eat and do stuff. And I'm like, no, why don't we just go back to the van? And I was with, a, again, I was with someone. I had to bring someone from the place and she had a friend with her. And I'm like, why don't you guys just walk around and shit? So, like, oh, well, we're just going to hang around the van. So, we get in the van, we start fooling around and we're dry humping a little bit. And so, the, and I realized like the fucking the, um, the van's rocking a little bit and shit and I'm like oh I've been waiting for this she's like me too and again in my head I think it's gonna be like fucking champion status that it's gonna be like 20 minutes of like fucking against the window and shit pulling the blinds off the side and so we start falling that's out. good sex <laughs> just <laughs> Well, this is what I was picturing. I was picturing like some crazy stuff happening. Right. But it wind up being like we're kissing and shit. And then she lays down and I'm trying to pull these tight ass jeans off her. So I'm like rocking off, rocking around the fucking van and like fall over and shit. And I get them off. And then I like lay on top of her and we start kissing again. And then we start having sex. And I'm not kidding you. It was literally like, this is going to be awesome. She's like, I know. And it was just like one, two, Oh, wait, wait, wait. And now you ever do the thing where you're about to come and you're like, I don't want to come yet. I want this to last. So I'll like try to stop and shit. I'll like Never pull. after three thrusts. N well, <laughs> <laughs> Again. Usually it takes a good minute before I'm like, oh, I better hold on. Fa fa fair enough. Not you're like either. that fucking Tootsie Roll owl, man. <laughs> like a one, a two, a three. <laughs> 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 Nobody move. <laughs> I really was. I was just like, wait a sec, wait a sec. She's like, wait, what are you doing? I'm like, just, I just need a second. Okay, and then I like put it back in, and I'm like, one, a two, a three, four, and I'm like, oh fuck it, and then I'm like, I just, I'm, it ain't holding back now. So then, I like, I jump back, and I fucking like, it's like. Beef, beef, beef all over her fucking foot and leg Wait, and shit. you start playing asteroids? And, and, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, just I couldn't hold it. It was probably five total pumps. Again, this is like two and a half, three months of being like, yeah, no holding business in, and stuff. Yeah. Not even holding in, just not having that real Fifi. Yeah. Only fake Fifi's <laughs> fake at this fee -fee point. Only, yeah. yeah. So, you know, not that it's, you know, now it's at least 20 thrusts right before. but then it was only like five yeah. so anyway but not only that then i get come all over her foot and shit and she's like oh <laughs> and she's just like <laughs> oh and she's just like this poor fucking woman has probably done amazing things with her life led a very individual <laughs> existence and you fucking bring her down to she was all 
<laughs> reduced to the woman who's like, eh, you come to my foot, as if she's in the wrong. <laughs> so, so then I felt horrible because I'm like, oh man, I talked up a big game. So then, then like she's getting dressed, and I could just see the fucking. She's just so disappointed, like, oh, why'd I fuck you? <laughs> Like, pulling her clothes on, why'd I fucking get your come all over my fucking family van? <laughs> and so, but then we step out, and I swear, like, the fucking fireworks start going off, right? And there's people, this is on, like, a normal street, like, Red Bank is, like, a business district, so there's restaurants, people coming out of bars and waiting for the fireworks, and the fireworks are coming out. So I step out of the van, in my head, I'm like, man, I, I didn't do so well. But then people <laughs> start clapping, People started clapping and like fireworks go up because again, I was, there was all the rustling around in the van. So it must have seemed like we were doing it for like 15 minutes or so between the dry humping, the pulling off and shit. And like my buddy's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. In my head, I'm like, that was pathetic. But I was like, yeah, bro. Fireworks start popping off and shit. It was fucking like, yeah. Not to mention at that point, I was just like selfishly. I was like, fuck it. It's been like four, three, four months. Yeah. So I was excited. She stepped out. We're just like, we should go now to her friend and shit. And they hopped in. They're like, what about our ride home? And she's like, I don't know. Figure it out. So we had to call one of the buddy who dropped us off to meet them at the parking lot. He came and got us. We went down to the park and we watched the fireworks. It was exciting. And I broke one off, but I, I don't, I felt like I was a bad, I felt like a bad person talking up the game. Right. I didn't feel good about myself. That's what you felt bad about. Out of all of that, you're like, you know what was wrong with me? I talked a big game. I talked a big game and I didn't produce and shit. Yeah, no, you, you know. produced all over her fucking well, yeah. foot. <laughs> it's, it's true. So. A sex story from Jason Mewes, ladies and gentlemen. Stop. Thank you. Uh, I grabbed some well wishes from some cats online. Oh, yeah, I put yeah, up a yeah. picture of you and uh, a few people tweeted some stuff and or said some shit on Facebook that I thought was kind of cute. This is a dude called Janky Mofo on Twitter. Okay. Uh, he says, thanks again. My wife is super excited and baking you some birthday cookies. I guess they're coming to the show. There they okay. are. They okay. said, I hope you enjoy cookies. I know Kevin will. Oh. <laughs> 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 Not every fat person likes cookies, sir. <laughs> this one does, though. Uh, this is from a Curtis a. Matthewson of to you. Says, "Happy born date to you, pickle fucker." Okay. I thought that was cute. It's also one of the yeah. tamer ones. Everyone else gets kind of weird. Josh Burke on Facebook said, "No way is Jay over 16." Okay, I like that. Samuel Martin Graham Barabel, with a weird name, said, "Holy shit, y'all old." <laughs> Raphael Martin said he's still alive <laughs> I get that Sharon on. Mahoney said happy birthday to Jason as much as he would probably annoy me in person I couldn't help but fall in love with him just the same for his innocent zest for life I'm gonna harass you motherfucker later <laughs> he was like he's annoying um, Randy Lawson said uh, happy birthday if you were a dog you'd be dead <laughs> Jared Matthews said, ironically, 40 is also his IQ level. <laughs> Fair enough. That's good. Richard Scrotum Tree. Okay. On Twitter. He said, happy birthday, ass pounder. Now get your dick out of that donkey. 
You got very ardent fans. Yeah. Anastasia yeah. Frango Sherman said, 40? Yeah, I thought he was much younger than that. That knowledge makes his acting even funnier. Wait, is that good? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I'm just but it's better than this. This is one of my faves. Came from Dennis Frankie Lapley. Thanks, Dennis. He, Dennis. No, this one is from Dennis. He goes, what a dirtbag. Love his wife's boobies, though. <laughs> Fair enough. And finally, Debbie, Ta <laughs> Debbie Taylor says, well then, fucking happy fucking birthday, you old fuck. Have a fucking wonderful fucking day. Now your balls will start to fucking sag, and soon you'll be fucky sagging bald old fuck. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I do have saggy old balls now. These are 40-year-old nuts I'm, I'm carrying around now. And have you noticed a difference? What do you notice about 40 that's different? Are you scared about anything in your 40s? Does 40 worry you? I wouldn't say I'm worried as much. I, you know, there, there's one thing I'm not... My old lady keeps telling me I have to go get my prostate checked. Mm. She's, I guess it's a normal 40-year-old thing, and I'm not really... I, I don't know if I'm more scared about it or because I might hate it or like it. Like, what if... Right? Because, like, what if he fucking gets in there and he just starts fucking shaking around? I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Like, I actually might like it, or I'm going to hate it because it's just going to be, like, dry, and it's just going to be like... So I've had a finger in my ass once, and I swear... From I a professional? No, from a young, a young lady. And I remember walking around for, like, two days feeling like it was a pick, like I had something in my ass. Like, it didn't feel like it, it didn't go away and shit. Right. It was just like, oh, wait, is that still in there? Wait, are you behind me? Where are you? <laughs> like, if I, I swear, for like two days. It was days, like a phantom limb or something? <laughs> yeah, or? It was like a phantom finger just fucking sitting around, walking around with me and shit for the fucking two. So I don't know. I'm just, uh, I'm not really looking forward to that. Well, looking. I mean, just to fucking take all the surprise out of it for you, they're not sitting all there right, going like, let me turn the... <laughs> <laughs> they're not like, let me turn the music down and let me find your G-spot. <laughs> Like, they're really in and out quick. From my experience, it's just like, okay, ready? And in my experience, they were like, can you hold your cheeks open farther? <laughs> and then they were like, okay, and in and kind of right out. But I, Wait, I don't are you think... like this? That alone just feels... Like, I'm not ready for that. Yeah. Like, some dude behind me with my fucking hole just spread open. It right? is, it's a... Un, un, like, admittedly, it's a weird thing. And I know as adults, <laughs> we're supposed to be like, oh, you know, it's fucking... It's a, it's a medical procedure. Or it's, yeah. it's something to do with your health, of doctors yeah. and shit. But it's just fucking strange. So I suggest when you do it, take it one notch stranger. As weird as the situation is, because yeah. nobody ever talks about, like, you never sit in there going, your finger's in my ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like, you would do, if you're fucking your wife, you're like, oh, we're fucking and shit. Like, you say it out loud, it's happening, it makes it Put real. If you're sitting there getting fucking proctologist finger up your ass, you're not like, you're deep in me. <laughs> Go deeper. Yeah, like fucking, <laughs> oh, to the fucking elbow or something. Like, so just it is a weird thing it's you should like you should have what they call a unifying moment and don't make it like your fingers in my doc because he'll be like yeah that's the idea or she what you want to do though is fucking make sure it's a male doctor because we don't creep out a lady doctor you got yourself a male proctologist when he fucking lubes up and he goes into your ass immediately start jerking off I was, <laughs> what do you think you would do if you just if i just started being like all right doc <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. You're Go like, a little this deeper. This is the only way it's going to be okay with me. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, hey, what are you, righty or lefty? He's like, I'm righty. I'm like, all right, take your left hand and just grab my balls. <laughs> Start doing this. Distraction. <laughs> it's just like, He's like, I don't think you understand how this works. And you're like, fuck you, I'm paying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really ain't looking forward to that. It, it sort of scares me, but 
Yeah, it just, it just seems I, odd. I, well, I mean, at least you're in shape. I'm going to die early, like you know, fucking one of these people that doesn't get diagnosed no. because I never want to go to the doctor or anything because, you know, nobody ever does. Yeah. But I'm especially terrified because at a certain point, they're like, take your clothes off. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> like, I, well, you're going to read in my obituary one day, like he died at age 46 <laughs> of something that would have been easily cured if he just showed someone his dick. <laughs> but he didn't do it. Um, I don't know, but it doesn't really scare me as much. I had it, I had it happen once, and so once I was over that fucking hump, I was like, "Oh, that's it. It's pretty quick." But yeah. you can back into it and shit. I might, I might try to make, I might try to distract by talking about, be like, "This might feel good, right?" What if you put two fingers? Do they put one or two in? You could ask for two. <laughs> I think he would like that. We just. I think on. that dude would talk about you for months, man. <laughs> He's like, I've been doing this 20 years. One guy came in, fucking asked for two fingers. It was the guy from Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> Not going to tell you which one. <laughs> um, the, uh, you know, we, would, I, I, we used to on the show, in the opening tweets and stuff, uh, sometimes people in the audience would have birthdays, and we would put a birthday song together with them because the fucking happy birthday song of like mm. happy birthday that yeah. song reminds me of fucking church so much like not mm. that they sang it in church but that song like never feels happy just like every song we sang in catholic church was it, it was supposed to be like celebratory psalms to fucking god give me an example Jesus. Like, oh, Jesus, don't no. kill dad. Oh, no. Jesus, leave mom no. live. You know, we're just <laughs> so fucking terrified. And they're just funeral dirges. So happy birthday sounds. It's always like, happy birthday. There's nothing <laughs> celebratory about it. So what we used to do is kind of write our own songs. And we haven't done it in a long fucking time. Because I remember somebody on Twitter was like, stop fucking doing those songs. I was like, all right, like a little puss. But now... What I'm going to do instead is bring it back, man. So I wrote a little song for Jason's okay. birthday, and now it involves all of you. Now, we can all sing happy fucking birthday because we all know it. So it's weird to sing a fucking song that you haven't learned, but the way we do it is call and repeat. So I'll sing it, and then you repeat it, man. So if the song was like, uh, I'll be me, and Jason will be you as the audience. So if, if the song, if the lyric was, I'm Jason Muse. I'm Jason Muse. Right on top of me, just like that. So let's try it out. I'm Jason Muse. Beautiful, you got the no, fucking idea. God. Now all we need is a rhythm. Jason Muse will lay down the beat first because it's a song oh, okay. about you, so you don't I get have beats. to sing it. Okay. So give What's me what's the beat? Give me a beat. Wait, I have no I'm no beat. This is no rhythm at all. <laughs> it's like the saddest version of We Will Rock You. <laughs> <laughs> just give me a simple fucking no 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 don't fucking okay. <laughs> lay down a rhythm you're going you're doing morse code like give me just there you go i'll take that okay man we're gonna it is kind of tribal man it's very drum oriented all right, remember, I'm going to sing, and then you sing right after me and stuff. It's going to be that simple. Keep the, keep the fucking rhythm. Uh, okay, here we go, man. Fucking, we're all going to sing to Jason. It's, it's, a couple, it's, a, it's, about, it's a lot of lyrics, so stick around, stick around. If you have to, if you get bored, go to the bathroom and shit. Come back. We'll still be singing this fucking song. Touch a wiener or something, yeah. Here we go. Okay, ready? One, 
Should have just dove in, chickened out, man. Here we go. Happy birthday, Happy birthday. To, Jason to Jason Muse. You are 40, you are 40. But, look 42. but look 42. You're in movies, You're in movies. That, never get shown. that never get shown. Did a movie with Paris, <laughs> but didn't get blown. <laughs> Playing Batman. Is your, old friend. is your old friend. So you called and begged. So called and begged. Let me be the diddler, Ben. The then I heard you say, heard you say no, ben, no, Ben, it's me. Me, Jason Muse. From Chasing Amy. From I can play Robin. I, I want to be your little dick. And then then you hear Ben's phone go click. You were once hooked. On oxys and coke and heroin and murder she wrote your demons you have long since killed ain't no more horse or rush Limbaugh pills but you remain a big addict cuz you're obsessed with your own dick you love Game of Thrones by George Martin and when Tyrion fucks your dick's in your hand you have a wife you always miss cause you're looking at your dick and it's in your fist you're a self dick lover I can't say it any clearer when you masturbate you're always looking in the mirror your head's hard drive not exactly the fastest, but you do see life through pussy-colored glasses. And still with all the weird shit you do, each one of us wish we were you. You make us laugh. You make us smile. You make us forget for a little while. We thank you, Jay. And I mean us. So go ahead, grab your penis. 40 years old, you are today. So happy birthday to Silent J. Hey! Thank you. Thank you. Well done. <laughs> Um, now, it's not all fucking fun and games and silly songs and cock talk on this show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we mm -hmm. always have to do something very important on Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. As mentioned before, it's an intervention podcast, mm -hmm. man. So at a certain point in the show, we always uh, uh, ask Jason this very important question. How long have you been clean and sober? 1,442 days today. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Stop that. Thank you, thank you. This is a poignant birthday for me, ladies and gentlemen, because uh, Mr. Jason Mews and I have a lot of history, as you know. We've talked about it all over this show for as long as we've been doing it. Um, there was a point in his life 
when he was battling with fucking heroin addiction back and forth and couldn't put it down and stuff. Um, he would get away for a little bit, a few months, and then fall back into it. He said, one of the saddest things I ever heard a human being uh, say to me in my life, uh, he goes, and it was weird because he's never normally the earnest, serious guy. He's always joking around, talking about fooling around, fucking whatever. But in this moment, deathly serious. It was one of these trips back from the methadone clinic and stuff. And he was just sitting there chit-chatting and he goes, I tell you what, man, if I'm still like this at age 30, I'm going to kill myself. And I said, what are you talking about? He's like, I can't live like this with the drugs and hunting the drugs and being like this. If I'm like this at 30, I'm going to kill myself. And what do you say to something like that? And the first thing I thought to say was, at least give it till 40. <laughs> and here we are at 40, man. So... <laughs> Damn. Damn. You were a guy uh, who, you know, could, wouldn't was at one point not very likely to make it. You were a guy who at one point I got a phone call from People Magazine uh, back when we were working on Jersey Girl. I hadn't seen you for a while, and they were just like, uh, do you have a comment on the death of your friend Jason Muse? And I was like, what? They were like, yeah, he died. He's been reported as dead. And I was like, I can't talk right now. And I hung up, and I said to my wife, Jen, I was like, it happened. Jason's dead. And the phone rang. I thought it was Scott Mosier to tell me, like, Jason's dead. And I picked up the phone, and it was Jason. He goes, Moves, why does everyone think I'm dead? And I'm like, ah! <laughs> so he is technically the boy who lived. And uh, he lived to be age fucking 40, man. And there was a time, though, where it was debatable because of all the drug use and shit. So illuminate us at age 40 on your birthday, man. Tell us a drug story that'll uh, keep us all away from the harder stuff or maybe put us in check if perhaps we ourselves have gone so far. Tell us something harrowing from your drug days. <clears throat> I want to stick at uh, my 21st birthday because this is probably the most memorable birthday and it has to do with drugs. But it was when I was 21, I was dating this girl and I was hanging out with this guy and his girlfriend. I was about to say his name, but I shouldn't. But anyway, the four of us hung out all the time. And after about two weeks, uh, three weeks of, of starting to date this girl and us all hanging out, like I'd always see him like nodding out and shit. Like they'd always be like this and be like burning themselves. And I was like, what the fuck are they doing? Because my mom, again, she did drugs, but never really, she'd always like be in the bathroom and I'd really never see her like fully strung out, like nodding and stuff. She sort of kept it together. Mm -hmm. But I hated drugs because of that. I hated heroin and I was like, I'll never do it. And I just wasn't into it. I never, never done coke at that point. Um, but anyway, so it's at 21st birthday and I'm like hanging with these four and, and I'm like, yeah, man, let's like, I'm 21. Let's get some beer and we're going to drink and we're going to fucking dance and shit. And I'm thinking me and this girl's going to like be fucking dancing and do some drunk fucking and stuff. <laughs> but they're like, no, man, we're just going to, you know, we're just going to go up and get some shit and then we'll be back. And I'm like, really? And I'm like, I'm like, all right, well, can you grab me some beer? So I sat and waited at these, at my, my buddy's apartment. They get back, they do their stuff. Um, and I start drinking some beers and sitting with three junkies, three people who are doing heroin um, and you're drinking isn't very fun. So I'm like sitting there drinking. I'm like, what are we going to do, man? I'm 20 fucking one. We can go to the bars and we can dance at the clubs. What's with all the fucking stuff. dancing, man? Are we <laughs> because at that point, Kevin Bacon and Footloose, you're like. Let's dance. <laughs> no, because no I was wonder like, they left you a while. Like we're gonna go do heroin. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
I was dancing by myself in the mirror and shit <laughs> while they were gone. No, because I was 21, and the big thing was I could go to the bars now and go to these clubs and do something fun and not just sit at someone's house or on the beach drinking. Mm. So that was what my plan was in my head for my 21st, but it, it didn't happen no way. So I'm drinking by myself. They're like, I'm looking over, and they're fucking nodding out and burning and doing their thing, and I'm like, I don't get it. Like, what's fun about that? And they're like, you don't understand. The girl I was seeing at the time I was like, you don't understand, man. It's... You just don't get how you feel. It's so awesome. And I'm like, it doesn't look awesome to me. And, I, and they're like, you don't just, you just don't get it. I'm like, you know what? Let me try it. So I made the mistake of being like, okay, let me try it. Cause I need to understand why you like it so much. So I did it. And I remember doing it. And at first I was just like, blah, blah, like throwing up and shit. And, but it's weird. It's like a real, it's, it's like, it's not like you're fucking dry heaving. It just comes out and then you could be like talking and be like, and be like, hey, what's up, bro? How you doing? <laughs> what are you doing, man? It was really weird. You're making me want to try it. Yeah. <laughs> so then I like sat there and it started kicking in and I sort of got it. It still like felt weird. Um, it wasn't until that then her, like it got later in the day and I did uh, later in that evening and I did a little more and I laid with her and I swear it was like, and it sounds corny, but I swear we were like laying there and I was just like touching. I'm like, dude, you're so awesome. I love you. And like we were like. It's creeping me out the- that your eyes are closed right <laughs> oh, now. Oh, you're so great. <laughs> but you went back to the moment. You're like, yeah. you're awesome. <laughs> it was like, you're awesome. <laughs> it really was. It was crazy. Like I just had like got a bucket at that point. I was like talking. I'm like, you're so awesome. And this is good. <laughs> um, and so after a little bit, like my buddy and his girl went in the room. And then we did a little fucking. And it was all like. Let me like you <laughs> and like real slow like real crazy but i was so fucked up and like just forgot everything that again this i guess this doesn't in the end it wind up being i was like all right that was awesome and i get what you guys are saying but still like one time's enough so then it then this is the bad part is i realized like wow i really like that the next day i'm like i like that mm. then it was like only on weekends then it was only like you know friday thursday friday saturday sunday um, and it just it just caught caught up to me, and it's I was familiar. Doing it Those every are all day. the things I said to me when I started smoking weed yeah. more frequently. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I was like, only at night, only on Thursday, yeah. every fucking minute. You know, just- yeah, no, it it really does c- catch up with you. And uh, again, it just wind up again. Next thing you know, I was like doing it, and then you're the crazy thing is not even like okay, uh, I'm doing it on the weekends, and it's costing a lot of money. It's like then you realize like, oh, I'm just going to stop because I have to work tomorrow and and the next few days. And then you wake up and you're sweating and shit and you got diarrhea and you're just like, oh, this sucks. And you physically get addicted to it. And then, yeah, it was just over. And I it's it. So that's what happened on my 21st birthday as I decided to do drugs. And just really fucked me up for, as you know, many, many, you many did, moons. Did for a bunch of years. But the nice news is like 19 years later, um, it's a completely different story. In the time that we've been doing this podcast, uh, you've not only kind of taken control of your life and, and your own affairs, you've built a business with me. We've been closer than we've ever mm-hmm. been even previously. Jason mm-hmm. was the kind of friend that, uh, even though he's mm-hmm. one of my closest, you always kept him at arm's yeah. length. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Because... The, you know, he, he was a dude that could go off at any minute. I mean, as I've said a million times, a uh, million dollar heart, nickel fucking hit. So, <laughs> you know, he, so many times he'd kind of uh, fallen off the wagon or fucking gone ballistic or whatnot. So there was always like trust issues, particularly after the last time when we were making, uh, I was heading into cop out. That's where I found out Jason had been uh, using drugs for a year, even though we thought he hadn't. Like he'd been clean. We thought six years. Really, it was mm. five and shit. 
So right around that time, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. I, I, I just stay out of my life. We went to, I said, go to rehab or stay out of my life. Went to rehab, bolted after like two days and shit. I was like, that's it. I'm not going to do it anymore. So he wound up uh, cleaning himself up with uh, his, his wife Jordan's help. Then he started hanging out around Smod Castle, which, you know, the theater I had on, on Santa Monica Boulevard a couple of years back. And at that point, I was just doing Smodcast with Mosier. And then we started doing Hollywood Babylon, mm-hmm. me and Ralph Garman. So there was no nothing in the cards with Jason. I'd kind of like written him off and stuff like that. And he started hanging out at the theater and I wouldn't like kick him out or anything. He'd be like, hey, man, what's up? I'm better now. I was like, hey, how are you? But there was always a distance because I was like, I can't do this anymore. I don't want the fucking heartbreak of this dude fucking going off the wagon again, jumping back on the needle and stuff. So he put his time in at Smod Castle, just kind of hanging out and going like, I would like to do a show too. And I was like, yeah, what do you want to do? And he was just like, I don't know, like we could do Jay and Silent Bob something. I said, you know what would be good for you, dude? Here's what you want to do. You want to interest me? You want to get me to do a fucking regular show? Talk about your shit. I was like, tired of hiding it. Like we're all fucking, we know, everyone in our world knows and everyone else doesn't fucking know, but everyone does know because word gets out. Just fucking name it and claim it. Embrace it. Get up every week and talk about it, man. Like make fun of it and shit like that. Use it to kind of stay sober. So we started doing Jay and Silent Bob Get Old at Smodcastle. And at first it was like something for Jason to do, something to keep him busy. Mm-hmm. First six episodes told the fucking story that was in the book I'd written, uh, the short story called the... Uh, um, me and my shadow when we kind of did a six episode version of that and then there was a moment in episode i think it was seven where the seventh time we ever did the show we'd kind of done every part of jason muse doing drugs we could in terms of telling an overarching story overarching story and we got to this place where we were doing our first show without the benefit of all these things that he had done we told it all so it was kind of me and him trying to figure out what the show would be like after we did that story. And that first night at Smodcastle was like fucking disastrous. Like I sat next to him and I was like, what do you think about this? And he was like, I don't know. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And then I'd move on to something else. I'd be like, remember that one time we did that? He'd be like, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> you know, and so I was like, fucking hey. So after the show, we were backstage and I was like, look, I'm just going to put it on Front Street, dude. I was like, that show, that's about you. It ain't about me. We sit around and talk about you. It's meant to keep you fucking clean. So I don't ever want to be standing next to you with you having nothing to say again. Like, it's not my fucking show. And if you're ever standing there silent again, I'm just going to be like, okay, take over and I'm going to take the fuck off. So you got to always have something to say, man. You always have some back pocket shit. Get responsible. Write some shit down or something. But don't ever leave me hanging again if you want to keep doing this. And, you know, he was like, all right, next day he had a notebook, which has always been with him ever fucking since. And all that was a first note of responsibility I saw on him. I was just like, holy shit, he took me seriously. He bought a fucking notebook. Now, from that very tiny scene, a mighty mighty oak has grown. The, uh, in the beginning, I, like I said, I, it was tough to trust him and stuff. And because of all we'd been through, particularly the drugs, and I never in a million years would have imagined that I would link my fortunes to his in business. It was one thing to be like, you can play Jay in this movie. Here's your money. Go do whatever you want to do and stuff. This To have a business and grow a business together, which we did with Smodco, it, it, was, it was chancy because of what he had done. So after we were together for a few years doing the podcast and I watched him grow, not just as a raconteur, somebody who can speak publicly and shit, 
I saw the responsibility kick in. I saw the dude trying to save his life simply by talking about his fucking life. And my admiration fucking grew. And I got to trust him more and more. And first there was a moment where I was like, you know what, dude? I'd always held on to Jay and Silent Bob, particularly during when he was using all the heroin. I held his likeness rights because he could have sold them to somebody and that would have been fucking that and shit. So I said, I got him. I'll hold on to him. I ain't fucking making any money off him more than you and shit. But like, I, we, I own our fucking likeness rights. So after we've been doing the show for like 30, 40 episodes or something like that, I was like, you know what, dude? Like, I think like you should own your rights. I said, maybe we should just split Jay and Silent Bob and fucking like, I think you're ready. I think it'd be good for you because you could kind of like grow a business out of it, blah, blah, blah. And so it began that simply where I was like, let's co-own these characters that we're known for. Characters that without you, they never would have fucking existed. That was the first thing we tried to, we decided we'll call our business Jay and Silent Bob Deliver. Um, that business existed for about one week before suddenly I was like, you know what, dude, why don't you just help me build Smodco? It was something I wanted to put together. We've been doing all these podcasts. I was like, I think we could turn this into something. We take the podcasts on the road. We could turn them into TV shows, movies, what have you and stuff. Nobody else was really helping me do it and stuff. And this guy was there and he was willing to help me do it. And there was a moment where I was going like, I don't know, man, because I want to build it into something. What if he checks out on me? But we've been doing the show together for so long. I was like, you know what? Take the risk. I think he's fucking ready. I think he figured something out. And so suddenly over the course of the last few years, we built the Smodco thing together, man, and continue to do all these things. Now, back in the day, never would have imagined linking my fortunes to this. And back in the day, I never would have imagined, even though you see us together in movies and shit, if somebody ever asked, who's your best friend? I would never say Jason Mewes. Today, I can't say anything but Jason Mewes, man. It's very true. It, it's ironic because we've known each other for years and years and years, but it was kind of only in, in the last few years doing the podcast and stuff that we have actually gone, grown closer and, and become true partners and stuff like that. And when I do think if somebody, you know, of course, naturally, my wife is my best friend, but like fucking the person, best friend that I don't fuck, gotta be him. Um, <laughs> And all that came from you being able to take charge of your own life again. From the mo and that came from you hanging out at Smod Castle and being like, can I, can I play? Can I play? And then being bold enough, because again, it's scary to tell people like the stories he's told. He's told stories about fucking shooting up with fucking toilet water and shit like that and all the things he's done for drugs. But in order to fucking claim that shit, he had to name it. And so it was a very fucking bold decision of you to kind of step forward, but look at everything that's come from it. He has his own house now, all because of this fucking show. So congratulations. Thank man. you, sir. Thank you, everybody. Your sobriety is awesome. Um, the uh, My birthday, there was a birthday tradition in the Smith household. Uh, we would always go to a restaurant called Mr. Steak, which was in Eatontown. And we, because Mr. Steak, if you, this was in the 70s, mm -hmm. if you were like, it's my birthday, they'd be like, oh, and they'd give you a cake and sing yeah. you a fucking song without double checking. You didn't mm -hmm. have to pay for it, just free birthday service. So my parents would uh, always go to Mr. Steak on our birthdays. But then my parents, who were very, very Catholic and shit, were like, you know, follow the Catholic rules and <laughs> sent us to Catholic school, would always bend the rules and try to steal shit. So we would go <laughs> in a very Catholic way. So we would go to Mr. Steak, even when it wasn't our birthdays. Anytime we went to Mr. Steak, my mom would be like by the way it's the little one's birthday and they're like oh and they bring us a fucking cake and shit so we had i'm no lie man but by the time all throughout my childhood a, a rough estimation 90 free cakes for mr steak <laughs> to the point where like in 1982 man i drove past mr steaks and there was a, a like closed sign and i was like we ruined this fucking business <laughs> 
that was the Smith tradition, man. In your house, you had a different tradition. Isn't there a sweater tradition? There, there is. My, my brother. I, so every, every birthday, my brother would send me the worst sweaters. You know, like the sweaters where like it's real tight around my neck. They'd always be too small for one. But then they would also have like, you know, a wolf on it. You know, I swear it was like it was it was like the bad almost Christmas sweaters with like the red and the white. But for some reason, he'd always get me animals. It would be like a wolf. Then next birthday, it'd be like fucking a couple deer. And then it would be fucking a snake wrapped around a hawk and shit. It, it would just with no words on it either. It wouldn't say anything. It would just would be every time it was like the worst sweater. So I, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Your uh, fucking closet just looked like Noah's Ark. Yeah, it's just, it's just. Maybe that's what he was doing instead. <laughs> there was like each, each animal, but I don't know why he would send, would think that I would want these, especially because growing up in the house together, I remember I really looked up. Like he was, he had all like fucking. He had like the fluorescent ACDC poster, you know, that like with blue light it would move, and he'd have Adamant and fucking Iron Maiden, like all this cool shit. So you would think he would send, and I used to be like, let me listen. Can I borrow your? Tape cassettes. <laughs> now they don't have tape cassettes anymore. But I'd be like, hey, I borrow your tapes and I listen to all his music. So you would think maybe he'd send me like some fucking rock and roll sweaters. But in, for some reason, it's always animals. And he's like, fuck you. You get wolves yeah. and a dick flick. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it was horrible. And again, it's one of those things, too. If it was ever in person, he, lives, he doesn't live in, uh, in town. So he'd always send them. But when it w- would be in person, it would fucking, the worst is when someone hands you something, you're like, this sweater is awesome. I'm going to fucking wear this shit out all tomorrow night because I like what I'm wearing now, so I'm going to wear it tomorrow. But it was the worst, dude. And you it's can like, see you know, based it's on that performance why well, I thought he'd be a great actor. <laughs> You're like, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would try to figure it. I'd be like, this is great, but, you know, you can't... Too many... Sp- I, don't, I just don't get the sweater thing. But like, I haven't spoken to him in a couple years, so I haven't got a sweater in a couple years. So that's why I'm wearing this. Do you do birthday, uh, bir- like... Sex? In- yeah. Do you- birthday sex? Yeah, yeah. Now, I've been trying all day and shit. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 40 years old, that still doesn't happen? No, I got, what, I got an hour and 20 minutes. Of time. I was thinking maybe after you, I might be like, maybe you. Because I haven't been, so I'm oh, saying maybe, later. Yes. You maybe t- fucking tap this ass? Yeah, tap that ass. Yeah, I'm like, well, he is 40. Okay. <laughs> no, but yeah. You haven't, a- you haven't closed it yet? Last, I remember my last birthday, Jennifer was just like, what do you want to do? You know, it's just your birthday. What do you want to do? And I was just like, well, you know, birthday blowjob is always on the menu. Yeah, yeah. I didn't say that, but that's always there. And that's what she was like, what do you want to yeah. do? And I was like, well, I want to fucking, this is going to sound weird, but you've never seen it. So I want you to watch it with me. I want to watch the Avengers. <laughs> and she goes, oh, Jesus, Kevin, I'd rather just blow you. <laughs> <laughs> We like to play oh. games here at Jane Silent Bob. Good old ladies and gentlemen. Yes, sorry. You're gonna play the game, aren't you? We, I, I, because it's my birthday. I was hoping. Usually, I get up and Kevin comes up with the positions, and I get some people up and I do the fucking. But I was thinking because it's my birthday, maybe we can get Kevin to do some fucking. Right? I mean, I don't know, maybe. Because it is your birthday, and only because it's your birthday, I will take your place, and because I didn't get you a birthday present, I will perform the Let Us Fucks. Yes. 
All right. Oh. All right, you pick some people. Uh, pick some ladies people. and gentlemen, uh, okay. those of you uh, unfamiliar, I mean, yeah. if you know the podcast, you know what's about to go on, but for some people, they're like, why are they standing and talking about fucking? <laughs> uh, the game we like to play on Jane Song, Bob Goodall, is called Let Us Fuck. It's an air sex game. We mime fucking sex. Oh, he does, generally. Um, what, but what it is, is it's not, uh, it's not like we, we don't do standard stuff. We basically have Jason pick some partners from the audience, give them a sexual position to reenact and let them do it for us. Yeah. Now we don't do shit like doggy style or missionary. We like to give weird fucking sexual positions. So we'll say something like Jason, uh, show us what the Ewok cock block would look like. Jason Muse would do something like this. Wigga, wigga. Wigga, wigga. And you would be the microphone. Yes. And as you can tell by the fact that he's like, wigga, wigga, he's never seen Return of the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so what we do, though, is normally pick partners for Jason because it's his birthday, and he's always like, will you do it tonight? I'm like, no fucking way, man. Because it's his birthday, I was like, oh, I didn't get your birthday gift. I will do it tonight. Pick three people, and I will fuck I get the. You. I get the pick? Yeah. Stop. You're standing up, the gentleman right there, and this gentleman right here. Sorry, so yeah. There we go. Now, what about the positions? I got them written down. Oh, here. you got some? Oh, fuck yeah. I wrote some down in case you wanted to go with them, but uh, you can always come up with your own. Oh, no, no, no. I'm down for whatever, man. All right, man. so I, now, if I'm taking your this role, is you exciting gotta, for me. You got to take my role, and you got to fucking I do. keep chatting and shit while shit's oh, going on. Oh, I don't know if I could do that. I could do that. All right, who do you want to fuck first? This handsome camper right here. All What's right. your name, sir? Uh, Into the microphone. Give him your mic. That's what you do to me. Give him your mic so he can introduce himself and say hello. I'm Sean. Hello, Sean. Are you ready to get fucked or fuck him? I suppose, Mr. Muse. This is new for me. Just bear with me, bro. I'm excited, too. I got a little bit of a boner. Okay, so here's the position. So the first position is, oh, and you even get to say, oh, I'm so excited. You can look through the sample positions and pick one. <clears throat> start with the, this one's What do you think? You pick that. one, bro. You gotta, top one. Don't fucking let him pick, you idiot. Top oh, one. Top okay. one. I'm with Kim. All right. The top one. Jesus, All right, top can you not read? Right, I can't. <laughs> I can. Silent Bob sucks my knob. Okay. That is the first position for Let Us Fuck. We will go figure that out. You yeah. talk to the next I guy. will. I will. This is great. Come on. Uh, let's change that. We're going to do girl, boy. Come over here and say hello. You're going to say your name and say hello and tell us how you feel about getting to some dirtiness next. You're going to be next, but go ahead. It's a tall nerdgasm. Tall nerdgasm you're having or he's having. No, I am. Oh, my goodness. All right, so look, I'm going to cheat. Usually I get to pick, but I want you to pick which one you want to do next. <laughs> too fat, too... Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. You're next. Yes, we're ready. I know. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. We got it. We're ready to go. All right, you guys are going to do this. So, you need a mic to start this off? Are you going to do the beginning or am I doing it? You're doing it, yeah. And then, the, oh, yeah, I'm so excited. You gotta go. To that part. Yeah, but you gotta remember, do the whole fucking talk up and everything. Oh, oh, what's the talk up? I forgot, I forgot. The, the fucking lady. Okay, we're about to see the fucking sexual. The first sexual. Oh, yes. The f- 
Sorry, dude. I'm on that I'm side. I'm doing using... one, and that's it, because you yeah. fucking no, suck No, 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 no. But I'm usually in the zone now, getting ready to fuck. This is different for me. I know what kind of zone it takes in... to fucking do this. <laughs> All right, so then the, the, this position here we're going to do is Silent Bob sucks my knob. Are you ready? Let us fuck. Very nice. He just busted his chair. All I'm asking is if you're going to Instagram it, put it in context, please. That was beautiful, man. Okay, let's hear the next one. All right, the next one is... Who am I? Is it with you? What's your name? Karina. Hey, Karina. Everyone say hi, Karina. So the next position is... Yes. Too fat to fly... But not too fat to fuck. We'll go figure it out. All right, go figure it out. And we're going to say hello to the this gentleman right here. Ooh, 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 ooh. What's your name, sir? And uh, what's going down up in here? Uh, not much. Uh, my name's Ian. I'm from Louisville, Kentucky. Are you excited to get fucked? I'm fucking. Wait, Kentucky? Yeah, I'm, no, from, I'm, I'm from Kentucky. Did you drive here from Kentucky? No, I, I, I walked. Are you ready for this? Oh, I'm totally ready for I think that. We should come up with a different one. That one seems a little bland, uh, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, you want mm, something more exciting? What do you What are you thinking? Like the fucking comedy store '69 and the butthole piece. Oh, I fucking love buttholes. Oh, and I got some names. How about the comedy store pussy, pussy tour, or 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 the happy birthday butt fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see okay. what he says. Okay, wait, wait, they're up next. Here we go. Oh, yeah, we need some props, props. Oh, my God, this is so exciting. All right, so this position is too fat to fly, but not too fat to fuck. Do it. You say take it away, Mr. Smith. Take it away, Mr. Smith. Let us fuck. Okay, okay. Oh my goodness, see this? Oh my goodness. All right. All right, we have, so we're thinking. This is the first fucking one of these in a long time that my wife has come to, and she ain't gonna come ever again now. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> All right, what's the last one? What's the dude's name, man? What's your name? Uh, I'm Ian. Everyone say hi, Ian. Hi, Ian. All right, so I was thinking, I, I, we have this one, but I'm just going to throw two other ones, and you can decide. Absolutely, or we can pick from the audience as well. What's we have the one that was on the page? A night 
in Kevin. I like it. I like it's not it. Not bad. It's not bad. But what else you got? Happy birthday, butt fuck. Or it's a little on the nose, and I just the had comedy one of those. store pussy tour <laughs> with two dudes. Yeah, I mean, he, let's well, see what pay. other people have. Who's got another suggestion? Raise your hand. Let's see. Sex position. Anybody? Anybody? Hand. Go ahead. What do you got? The what? The praying nun. I, I, that just fucking felt sacrilegious to me, man. <laughs> the dolphin. Let's try another one. Girl Scout cookies one. What's the other one? Pile driver. These are all rather generic, man. And violent. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Right here. Go ahead. Ah, shut the fuck up right here. <laughs> Kevin Smith gets it in. I think we just kind of said that. <laughs> I'm sorry I shut you all up for that. Uh, right there, right there. Kevin Smith gets a reach around, but we were trying to do a sexual position that you don't normally see, not one yeah. that I normally do. Yes, one right there. Greedo did not shoot first. Hold on. The BJ and Silent Blow. The Clerken Jerk. So far, that's the contender. The Greasy, what? Greasy bowl tuck and roll? Greasy pole tuck and roll. That sounds athletic, yes. <laughs> what is it? The, the dirty priest? You gotta team up with the praying nun guy, man. Go ahead, right there, I see two hands. Cell block five? <laughs> yeah. Mall rat? Ball rats? Maybe it's ball rats. I like ball rats. Let's do... Ball rats, it is. Out. You can figure that out. Now I, have, I don't have anyone else to talk to, guys. Uh, seriously, though, thank you, everybody, for coming and celebrating my ass turning 40. Um... We were going to have a party and such. Uh, the wife was planning a party with family and stuff, but this is much, much better. I have family and friends and peeps here, and it's honestly a lot of, lot of people here, and it's, it's awesome. So thank you. Afterwards, I'm going to come out and jerk some people off. There's a tall... Yeah, big dude, red hair, jerk them off. So we'll see. You know, but no, seriously, thank you for coming, everybody, and... I hope you're enjoying yourself and you're gonna get watched. This is really exciting for me. So, oh yeah, there we go. I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw down my fucking sword. I, I don't know how to do this, so I gotta give it to a pro. Okay, so I'm gonna do ball rats. Go figure it out. I was just too sweaty to fuck. Um, <laughs> While he's doing that, man, uh, how are you guys doing? Are you having a good time so far? We're almost about to bring this flight in for a landing. Before we do that, I just want to thank you so much, not just for fucking showing up tonight uh, for my friend's birthday, but for listening to all these stories, for patronizing us and our bullshit for the last two decades now. It means the world to me. Woo! 
absolutely means the world to me. I know it means the world to him and stuff. The uh, the idea that 20 years later uh, in this business where people generally don't uh, stay in touch or turn on each other very quickly or whatever, the fact that we're still kind of together, uh, him and I as friends, uh, I like that, that, that feeling every day I get up and know that there's one person in this business who's never going to fuck me unless I ask him really seriously. Um <laughs> And that's Mr. Jason Muse. And I love Muse, so when you love Muse, it makes me love you guys. Thank you. Okay. All right, all right. So as not to disappoint, so they're just watching a fat guy have sex, we're going to let the fucking thin guy take a crack at it, ladies and gentlemen. The name. All right. For, uh, the name of the final sexual position of the evening to be form performed by a 40-year-old man. With 40-year-old balls. <laughs> Uh, it is called Ball Rats. Take it away, Mr. Muse. Let us fuck. Oh. You're a kitty, 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 kitty. You're a kitty, 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 kitty. Should I call you Wolverine? No, call me Ball Rats. Excellent job, sir. <laughs> I don't think either of you saw Mallrats. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. Um, it was, although it was erotically charged retelling, I don't remember that part at all. It was hot, right? He was chewing on my balls, mm -hmm. and I did a little sucking, too. So it was fun. <laughs> I got hard. I, uh, but I bow down to you, dude. Uh, doing it, I felt weird. After watching you do it all this time, I'd always sit there and be like, this is the easiest part of the show. I could do this. I just don't want to show them up. Yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't show you up, man. You, you are a master at fucking the air. Well, and it's tough coming up with the position to try to get everything across. It's almost like charades with fucking. Nice. Right? Nice. We should market that as a game for children <laughs> ages six and up. Charades with fucking. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen of Hollywood, have you had a good time this evening? We are here for one reason and one reason only every week. It's for Mr. Jason Muse. There is no show without him, and it is his 40th birthday. Give it up for him, man. Thank you. We love you very much, sir. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank that you. is Jane Silent Bob Get Old for this week, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Kevin Smith. Jason Muse. Go get old, Hollywood. Good night. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com.